Dr. Zach Williams and Flat Creek Baptist Church as we dive deeper into God's Word in this podcast titled New Horizons. I want you to return with me to the book of James. Yesterday, I began uh, uh, looking at some passages of Scripture in James, and we began yesterday by looking at that wonderful passage of Scripture that teaches us to have joy in the midst of our trials. And so today I want us to continue looking at chapter number one, and I want us to look through verse 13 through verse number 15. And today I want us to talk about uh, the temptation that comes on us in the midst of trial. You know, friends, it's, it's oftentimes when we're in trial that, 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 that the enemy loves to come against us with the temptation to sin. Just consider the Lord Jesus Christ for just a moment. He goes out into the wilderness for 40 days. And while he's in the wilderness for 40 days, he fasts and he prays. At the end of those 40 days, you can imagine a man who is weak, hungry, thirsty, truly, physically, his body has been stretched to the point of death. Another day without food would probably ensure his death. They say the human body can go 40 days without food. So you imagine that at this moment in the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, he is as weary, as worn out, um, as malnourished as the human body can get. There's nothing left. And yet in that moment, Satan shows up and begins to tempt him. Friends, listen, it's when we go through these trials of faith that the enemy loves to come against us because it's in those times that oftentimes Uh, we're most susceptible to falling back into the old ways of life. Because as we go through a trial, what happens? A lot of times, like I said yesterday, we begin to ask questions. We begin to doubt. And sometimes in those trials, we can even grow weak and weary and worn out. And why am I having to go through this? I remember recently there was a person who called me on the phone And they gave me a long list of things they were dealing with, one thing after another. There must have been 12 things on their list. And at the very end, they said this to me, Pastor Zach, I look at my life today, and I have to say that when I look at the life before salvation and the life after salvation, it was so much easier before salvation. And sometimes I just wonder Was it really worth it to follow the Lord Jesus Christ? Maybe I should go back. Now, friends, listen to me. I'm not here to knock that person who called me. I completely understand that a person can get to the point where they're just weak and weary and worn out. They're beaten up and they feel like they have no nothing else left to give. And what that person was dealing with that day was the temptation of the enemy, the voice of the enemy to turn around and go back. Why would you follow this Christ? Why would you follow this God? Why would you be a believer in this Messiah if this is the way that he treats his followers? And so many people at that moment do what? They turn around and they go back to the old way of life and they say it's just better back there. I didn't have to deal with all the stuff I deal with now, and I'll just go back. And friends, it's at that that moment in the trial that the enemy loves to come, and he loves to attack you. Now, Now listen to what the Bible says, because James addresses this. James says 
no one undergoing a trial, okay, so so no one undergoing a trial should say, I am being tempted by God. First and foremost, remember, remember this, God does not tempt to sin. God does not tempt to evil. Okay, that's not what God does. God doesn't desire that you would sin. God doesn't desire that you would turn your back on him. So in the midst of trial, when the temptation comes, don't sit back and say, not only am I being tested, but now God is tempting. That's not God. The Bible says no one undergoing a trial should say I'm being tempted by God, for God is not tempted by evil. And he himself does not tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when he is drawn away and enticed by his own evil desires. You remember the old saying, the devil made me do it. Or or the old devil is tempting me. Or the old devil is getting after me. Well, friends, yes, we must recognize that Satan and his armies are always at war against the mind and the heart of every single person on earth. And we must remember that the enemy is at war against the mind and the heart, especially of believers. However, what does James say? When we are tempted, we shouldn't blame it on God. Instead, we should look within. Each person is drawn away and enticed by what? His own evil desires. What is it that tempts me? What is it that causes me to look the other way or to consider going into sin? It's my own evil desires. Yes, Satan may put things in front of me. Yes, the enemy may dangle things in front of me. But at the end of the day, it's my choice, my desire to reach out and engage in the sinful activity that he's tempting me with. And so when we think about this and we look at this, I want you to look deep at this text. Each person is tempted when he is drawn away and enticed by his own evil desires. The word enticed there in the original Greek carries the idea of a fishing lure. And now you imagine how a fishing lure is thrown out into the water and the old fisherman, he begins to reel it in. And here comes a fish. He's just swimming along in the water, minding his business, having himself a good day. The sun begins to flicker on that lure. It catches the fish's intention. He's going one way, but he sees that flashy little bait over in his right eye. He makes a deviation from his course. He swims over to take a look at it. It looks good to him. He bites it. He's hooked. The next thing you know, he's being reeled upon the shore and he's in the frying pan. And that's the idea here that James is putting out. Each person is drawn away and enticed by his own evil desires. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And when sin is fully grown, it gives birth to death. So the idea here is that we are going along our way, heading on a straight course, doing what we do following the Lord Jesus Christ. And suddenly over here, something that tempts us grabs our attention and our own evil desires. We look at it. We go that direction. The next thing we know, we reach out to grab it. We're hooked. We're reeled in by the enemy and we're in the frying pan. 
And so, friends, when we think about this today, understand that those temptations that you are facing do not come from God himself. His desire is to grow you. His desire is to mature you. His desire is that you would pass the test. Just look back at verse 12. A man who endures trials is blessed because when he passes the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised for those who love him. So when we pass the test, God gives us a crown of life. He, a crown of life. he wants you to pass the test. The temptation comes from the enemy. So today, no matter what you're going through, when the temptation comes to turn and walk away, stay the course, keep walking the straight and narrow, follow the Lord Jesus Christ. And when you pass the test, you will be blessed because of it. Guys, I love you. I appreciate you. I hope you're having a great day. And I will join with you next time on New Horizons. God bless.